Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. It's time for the Travis Thomas Show on Boston Sports Original, Original. W-E-E-I. Travis Thomas taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. I'm asking, do you still believe that the Red Sox will make the playoffs, or is this season, has it been over for you already? You're not even, I, I mean... Look, you're still watching the games. You love your team. You're showing your support, but you don't really believe. 617-779-7937. You can also message me at Travis Thomas Experience on social media as well. Uh, Listen, you know, last week after the sweep of the Blue Jays, they were playing like dog poo-poo. I did not believe. Um, But, you know, we all acknowledged it was a very therapeutic show last week because we were all cussing and fussing. But even in our lowest moments, we acknowledge the next 10 games will be pretty telling, right? Royals, Tigers, Nationals. So far, so good. You win both series against the Royals and the Tigers. Today was uh, amazing, 6-3. to three. Uh, They win the series. How about Adam Duvall, four ribby today, getting involved. Cutter did his job. Whitlock looked good. Bat showed up. The defense made an appearance. Boy, how did that feel? Seeing some defense for once. Uh, I am feeling good about this team right now. Uh, Are you? And then I'm looking ahead here because they're off tomorrow and they go to D.C. uh, for three against the Nationals. Paxton against Josiah Gray. Um, That's going to be an interesting matchup because Josiah Gray means business. But uh, what usually happens is that kid will come out, throw absolute gas, flamethrower stuff, and then um, be in the game or have the lead, hand it off to his bullpen, and then they get their arse handed to him because their bullpen sucks. But that team has bats. Um, And then uh, game two, Chris Sale. Game three, Brian Bayo. In fact, Bayo goes against Patrick Corbin. So go ahead and... uh, that's going to be a win, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you right now, I covered Patrick Corbin. Uh, congratulations to Brian Bayo on his next start because that's going to go well for the kid. That's an afternoon game also on Thursday. 
4 o'clock. Game you can hear right here on WEEI. And an afternoon baseball game on a Thursday. I'm going to look at the weather now, and if it's nice, then I have a reason to drink. Day drinking's really my hobby, if anyone's interested. Let's hit the phone lines. Let's go to uh, Sam in New Hampshire. Sam, how you feeling about the Red Sox playoffs, or is the season over, baby? Well, I don't think the season's over, but, man, you got me fired up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not normally one to call in, but, wow. Uh, it's such a refreshing... Uh, such a refreshing take that you're hopeful, hopeful for the Red Sox for once. Uh, I'm sick of hearing all these other shows. You know, it's over, it's over. But uh, just really nice. I think I have a new favorite, um, new favorite show on WEI. I appreciate uh, yeah, I'm that. I'm definitely hopeful. Definitely yeah. hopeful. I've been, I've been a believer in the Red Sox all season. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, how the season ends here. Yeah, I, well, Sam, I appreciate the kind words, man. Um, to be honest, I, you know, I just call it how I see it. I mean, uh, obviously, you didn't listen last week because I was. Uh, I mean, I listen. <laughs> the dump button was being hovered over uh, for the host last week. You know what I mean? Uh, my pressure was high. And my sugar was low. It was a lot going on with this team. Uh, but, you know, I'm optimistic today and getting you fired up because that's how I feel. I mean, I call it how I see it. I will say this, and this is the beauty of baseball. I know a lot of people complain about this with baseball, but it is a long season. And we have written off this Red Sox team several times already this season, and they respond over and over and over again. Uh, I mean, you lose. I remember having a conniption fit after they lost the series to the Rockies. I mean, I, like, lost my you-know-what, and yet here we are, right? So it happens. Um, it is a long season. I know that drives people nuts at baseball season so long, but in this case, advantage Red Sox because <laughs> they just keep coming back to life. They just keep sticking that hand up out of the dirt like the Undertaker. They won't, you know, they won't, they won't go away. So, you know, if this was the NFL season, it'd already be over. Speaking of which, we're talking NFL later in the program. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Mark on line one. Uh, Mark, how do you feel about the Red Sox? Playoffs or what? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, So I called you from when I was in Vermont, and now I'm in uh, Massachusetts. And I'm from North Carolina, and I've heard a previous guy talk about Wisconsin and Idaho. So I think the moral of the story here is that the state, of the Red Sox, you see where I'm going with this, the state of the Red Sox, we are all over the place. And I think that does probably, you know, pinpoint our, our season so far. Yep. We've had our ups and downs. We've, uh, you know, been up and down. We've had our uh, good days and bad days. But I really am optimistic because if Sale can continue, you know, if he can stay healthy. Right. And if Paxton can continue to be you know, above average, and, and Bayo can, can – if those three guys can piece it together, then the only thing that I think that we need to have go for us, because the offense is almost a given. You know, we have our off days, of course. But right. um, if the one thing we need to have go for us right is the bullpen. And I think Cora is a, a grandmaster at, you know, shuffling guys around and playing the right guy and, and the right uh, – you know, in the right matchup, so – uh, thanks for taking my call, and love to hear what you think. Appreciate the call, Mark. Yeah, uh, listen, we're about to hear from Alex Cora right now, and then we'll go to what's trending. But 
Uh, I brought him up earlier in the show where I said I know a lot of people want to run him out of town. I'm not one of them. I think the fact that this team is even in the uh, wild card race is uh, a big reason why is because Alex Cora. Uh, he has kept this thing together, and he's still – listen, by the way, he's disciplined, guys. Uh, he's not messing around. He means business. He's made the adjustments when he can. Uh, I mean, his rotation uh, has been just bubble gum and duct taped all season. He's worked around it. Uh, the defense showed up today, so that shows me there's improvement and hope. I think Cora deserves a lot of credit. Here he was after yet another series win, beating the Tigers today, six to three. Good man. Uh, you know, the, there's a process, right? And, and there's adjustments. And he put some good swings today on fastballs. Even in the off-speed pitches that he swung and missed, there was conviction behind it, and um, it was a good one. And then you know he's a force running the bases. Um, not too many people take off against Eduardo because he's so quick to the plate. And uh, he got a great jump in the first one. Uh, we took a chance to third. He got there, so and played good defense. Uh, so the first play of the game was a tough one. The fly, uh, the, fly ball, um, the pop up. It was a it was a good a good day for us. I mean, uh, you know, we 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 gonna play. You know, we're gonna mix mix a match here now. You know, we we got a lot of lefties and we got. Some guys that can hit righties too, right? And we're gonna find ways to to get um, ref. Ref has to play, and Adam will play against lefties. So somebody has to sit, and uh, it creates balance not only against lefties but against righties. Uh, you, you can go left, right, left, right, left, right. Uh, obviously, JT's not gonna play the field, <clears throat> but when he plays the field, you know, there's times that Doogie's gonna hit eighth for us. So uh, that's a good lineup, right? So we just gotta maintain the balance, keep him healthy, and then see where he takes us. He's been swinging about better. Um, he made some adjustments um, this week. Um, it was a tough weekend last. Uh, last weekend was a tough one for everybody, offensively, and uh, little by little, uh, he he did a few things this week to 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 get back in the groove. And uh, you know, he crushed that ball. He did. Yeah, yeah, it's good because uh, he hasn't been able to do that right. Uh, everything is like straight center, right field. And uh, one of the things that <clears throat> we work with him, uh, the group work with him in spring training is pull the ball. And, uh, you, know, um, you know, he got a good pitch to hit and he didn't miss on. How much does Trevor's overall athletic ability kind of change? Oh, you see him running around, uh, even the leads. You know, he, he's numbers-wise last year, he had the biggest lead in the, in the average, you know, in, in the league. And he's going to run. He's going to put pressure on you. Um, just... Uh, it's really good. He, you know, like you see him play the way he moves. Uh, us shortstops, you know, like you get you. It's like man, it can't be that easy because one of the thing is like he he's fast and quick, and then you see him running. He's very fast, but then on the infield, he's like so quick. The first step is 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 amazing, and you know, hopefully, just like offense is contagious, defense is contagious, and they see him going about it <clears throat> uh, the right way, and and then locked in in every pitch. Hopefully we can we can get better in that aspect. At one point, yeah. Yeah, good presence of mind. Um, the guy took a, ch a chance. Uh, ref, you know, with the effort, you know, he got up quick, threw it, and uh, you know, they, they, we we executed. You know, it's just one of those that you don't know where you had, and you just react to it. So it was a great play.
It was good. It was good. Uh, throwing strikes. Uh, is is you know the ability to hit the outside part of the play against righties um, over and over and over and over again uh, is is really good. And um, you saw it. You know, two innings today. Uh, it helped Wink. It helped uh, Schreiber. He'll be down for two days. Uh, he'll be back Wednesday. And now we can play that game. And uh, hopefully it works. We're good. Enjoy the offense. I mean, even Alex Cora has a little pep in his step now. <laughs> How many times over the past few weeks at these pressers? I mean, my man is down and out. He needs to smoke a Newport or something, doesn't he? And today he's got a little pep in his step. Another series win after a 6-3 win. Uh, Red Sox over the Tigers. Now they go to D.C. And they should be able to handle business there as well. Two and a half games out of that final wild card spot, and away we go on this roller coaster. All right, taking your calls. We've got my man Paul and you, 617-779-7937. Get in here. I'm asking, do you believe this team will make the playoffs, or has the season been over in your mind? Will Middlebrooks at 430? All that and more. Travis Thomas, W-E-E-I. But first, what's trending? Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Well, the Red Sox got the dub at Fenway Park earlier today, beating the Tigers 6-3. Trevor Story looked great going 4-4 with three doubles and two stolen bases. Trevor Story becomes the third player in Red Sox franchise history to record at least three extra base hits and two stolen bases in a game. He joins John Valentin, who did it in 95 against the Blue Jays, and Dom DiMaggio, who did it in 1941 against the Washington Senators. And, of course, this three-run homer from Adam Duvall didn't hurt either. Eduardo deals, and there's a drive to left field, way back, and this is long gone, a towering shot over everything. Deep into Lansdowne Street, a three-run blast by Duvall, and the Red Sox have a 6-2 lead. The Red Sox will hit the road this week to begin a three-game series against the Washington Nationals. First game Tuesday night at 7.05. James Paxton will take the mound for your Boston Red Sox. He'll be facing Josiah Gray for the Nationals, who Travis is calling a problem. So we will see. The New England Patriots made several roster moves Saturday. One of them was the addition of a free agent running back. They signed running back C.J. Maribelt and offensive lineman Micah Vanterpool. In order to make room for them on the roster, the team released linebacker Ola Kunal Fadukazi and rookie free agent safety Jordan Helig. I apologize if I didn't get that pronunciation correct. The Pats will now get ready for some joint practices this week in Green Bay. I'm Stiz. After trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More with Travis Thomas right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Travis Thomas Show on WEEI and on the Odyssey app. two is high in the air into left field it is back at the wall and it is gone justin turner over everything behind the third row of the monster seats his 19th homer and the red sox lead it two to one justin turner with a moon shot as the Red Sox handle business, win yet another series, 6-3, over the Tigers. So that's Royals, Tigers, Nationals are next. Oh, my. Uh, I'm hoping for a sweep there, but typical Red Sox fashion. I thought they should have swept this team. Uh, they didn't get it done, but they win the series. That's all that matters. They continue to climb up the wild card uh, race if you will, two and a half games back of that final spot right now. Uh, but the Mariners are in front of them. Blue Jays are in front of them. And the Yankees are right on their hind parts. As we speak right now, the Blue Jays are winning. Uh, Yankees are winning. And uh, both of those teams late in their games. Mariners and O's are playing as we speak, playing one another. So uh, that's a big game there. Uh, go O's in a sense because you need the Mariners to start losing they were uh, hotter than lava for a while there and uh, have recently, you know, come back down to earth a bit. Uh, so we'll see. The Blue Jays are a mess currently. Uh, they've lost three in a row. Alec Manoa sent down yet again. It looked for a while like maybe he had his shack together, but he does not. He looks terrible uh, again. So they, they he got rocked in his last start. So they send him back down. Uh, let's go to Paul on line two before we get to my man, Will. Uh, Paul, your thoughts on the Red Sox? You feeling optimistic or pessimistic right about now? Hey, Travis. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, let me let me ask you two hypothetical questions real quick, and that'll tell you what I think. All right. All right. First question. All right. Let's say the Sox grab that last playoff spot, right? right. And we all know this is that playoff expansion era, okay? More like the NBA in a way where half the teams make the playoffs. If they lose one or two games, yeah. that's it. Little tease, season's over. Did they really even make the playoffs? Right. That's kind of a hypothetical, and I say that because I think that the trade deadline has been greatly affected by the playoff expansion. Right. And I kind of feel like uh, Hein Bloom was smart. He, everybody, you know, your colors are going to hate me, or your listeners are going to hate me. I'm, I'm trying to be a fan of the game here and be realistic. Has there ever been a team that finished last place? in the league in defense, make a deep run in the playoffs? I don't know. Yeah. I'm posing that question. I just don't know. But I do like the way the team is shaping up for the next few years. Right. And I feel like if they keep the key players in place, I mean, do you want to, like, just make the playoffs like the Rays do? Sure. Or do you want to actually win the World Series? That's kind of my <laughs> take on everything. No, it's a, it's, it's a fair question, Paul, and it's a great call. And uh, I don't really care if anyone uh, hates you or me or anyone else. I mean – uh, I, I keep an open forum here. You could call my show and talk and give your opinion. I'm, I'm not yelling at people. I don't talk at people. I talk with you. That's number one. Number two, use a couple words. Um, 
you know, your hypothetical and you said uh, a realistic expectation and if they make the playoffs and get bounced, did they really make the playoffs? I want to address that quickly. Uh, Let's use your word realistic. You look at this team on paper, and I agree with you at the deadline. I thought they should have done more. But with that being said, uh, and using the word realistic, the fact that if this team makes the playoffs, that is a win in my book because I do not believe – uh, this is a great team on paper, and that's why I thought they needed to make some moves at the deadline to get them there, to get them over the hump, to push them into the playoffs. I also, uh, to answer your hypothetical, yes, I do believe if they make the playoffs and get bounced, did they really make it? Hell yes, because again, uh, realistically, I don't think this is some great team on paper, so making it is a victory. And you and I and everyone else listening, including Will, who I'm about to get to, knows damn well If you get in the postseason, anything can happen. First of all, to even get there, you're going to have to go through a gauntlet. Right now, the schedule is, I'm using air quotes when I say this, soft right now, right? But what have we seen consistently with this team all year against uh, teams that they're better than? They lose those games, don't they? Now they're winning them. So, you know, now you have the Yankees, Strohs, Dodgers, Rays, O's, Rangers, all these teams coming up. You want to make the playoffs, there you go. There's playoff teams right in front of you. So handle them and get in. If they can do that, you can't sit here and say, that. well, you know, did they really make it? If they lose, you don't know what the hell is going to happen once the playoffs start. And with that, (laughs) let's bring them in from the Harbor One hotline. My main man, Will Middlebrooks. Welcome home, family. (laughs) Of course, man. I mean, you know, um, it's funny. I want to give you your props because, you know, I've told you this to your face, but I want to put it on wax, too. Uh, First of all, you know, been at Nessa now uh, a little over a year. Uh, I'm a fan of what you do, as you know. But, you know, I'm out with my wife and my kids at the Kids Museum. I look up. I see Will Middlebrooks, his super cool wife, Jenny Dell, there beautiful kids and i'm just chopping it up with them and already you know all of you guys work a job at work you have co-workers that that are cool you say what's up at work you might talk to them a little bit but there's only a very few you go out and have a beer with so you, you know you and i are running at that kids museum we spend a little bit of time together our families uh i was like yep that's a guy uh i'm gonna get tight with and and definitely uh here we are now and the bromance uh, has begun, my friend. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Man, I appreciate that. I think uh, I think we both say we're pretty lucky to have some pretty cool people we work with <laughs> on a daily basis. So yeah. I, think, I think we're pretty lucky on that front. No doubt about that. I want to get to the Red Sox, obviously. But I want to start uh, with a question I, I wanted to ask you the next time I saw you. And it just happened that uh, we're on the radio here. So I'll ask you now. So growing up, I grew up in Maryland, right? And I know you grew up in Texas. I'm going to ask you about that, too. But I grew up in Maryland, and lacrosse is, like, part of the culture. So how I did in the winter, uh, I played basketball in the fall. I played football. And then spring, I played lacrosse because all my friends did. But I always had a love for baseball and, and all sports, but I never played it. But I will tell you this. My entire life, Will, my entire life, I always hung around the baseball dudes. When I went to college, the baseball dudes were the coolest. Now I've, I've been in the pros for damn near 15 years now covering this stuff. 
the baseball guy. I've covered them all. Hockey, you know, they're tough, but they're a little psycho. Football guys got a screw missing. You know, uh, the basketball dudes are too cool for school and smell like weed everywhere they go. It's always <laughs> the baseball guys who are the coolest and the most well-rounded. So I ask you, why are baseball dudes the coolest of all the sporting guys? All right. I don't know what language I can and can't use here. <laughs> um, listen, baseball players, to say it, baseball players get their ass beat mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, baseball is a game of failure. I mean, it just kicks you while you're down. And it's honestly, this is the quote I like to use for baseball players. The best baseball players are the ones who can fail the best. Mm. Mm. Right? It's like you're going to, the best players in the game. We just saw Mickey Cabrera uh, at Fenway for the last time. Right. He he failed about seven times every 10 at bat. Yep. Let's think about that. Yep. And he's one of the best. Right, so I think I think baseball players are pretty cool just because they have been humbled and humbled and humbled yeah. <laughs> many many times throughout their lives. I mean, most of us, you know, don't really fail much until you get to you know the higher levels. But some of it, I mean, I failed early in the minor league, so I learned quickly yeah. how to figure it out and uh, get humbled. But um, I, you know, you said hockey players, the football players got screws loose. I think we got screws loose too. I think any professional athlete. Uh, they're going to be misunderstood by a lot of people because right. you got to put so much time and effort into what you do into your craft to become who you are. Um, but I don't know. I think I think we got a good. I, I can't speak for everybody. I think I have a good radar of like a feel for. I can meet somebody one time and just kind of be like, all right, he's a good dude. Right. She's a good person. You know this and that. I don't know about every other baseball player, but I've been around so many people throughout my career. I played for five organizations. I played for twelve years. Uh, I think you just meet so many people, you you learn how to act and how not to act. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, listen, uh, you talk about the baseball aspect and how you've been around the block. You've played a lot of sports in your life, too. Growing up in Texas, uh, I you know, I got to ask you that because even around the office, I'm asking you old football stories because I know Texas is just an institution. I told you about the time I went to Dallas to the last game there at uh, Texas Stadium for the Cowboys and I'm riding through and I'm like, what stadium is that? And my friend who's from out there says, Oh, <laughs> such and such high school plays there. And I said, what? So yeah, that's you know, their junior high stadium. I mean, it it's just, it, it's unbelievable. It's a different culture out there. You even played football. One of my uh, favorite all time college players, Michael James, just talk to me yeah. about playing football in Texas, uh, Friday night light style. So it goes further than high school for me because I, I grew up a coach's kid. My dad, when I, when I was growing up, when I was little, I was born into it. He was a head coach in AD uh, at a small town outside Dallas. Uh, so I grew up in the field house. I probably learned how to read, you know, how to how to dis- disguise a cover two from a cover five to a cover three, rolling defenses. So I knew how to before I knew how to read a book. So wow. you know, I was just because I, I was in there watching film with him. I was spending. That's how I spent time with my dad. He was a head coach, so he was plugging the hours and hours and hours. So if I wanted to be with my dad. I was at the field house. I was right. at the field with him, watching film with him, the coaches, the players. Um, so football was my, my first true love. So, um, yeah, getting to play in, in Texas is special. You know, you see the movies, Friday Night Lights, where they're empty in the town. Uh, there's just nothing's open. Everybody's at games. I was, like I said, I grew up in a real small town. I was born in Greenville, Texas. Uh, lived in a small town called Wolf City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 1,500 people. Uh, real small, real small school, obviously. Uh, then we moved to Texarkana when I was 10. 
and uh, four high schools in there. That is a powerhouse of football, baseball, tons of athletes coming out of there. Um, I went to a school called Liberty Ilo, which is where LaMichael went. That's where my dad coached, so that's where I went to school. Uh, my dad switched over to the defensive side of the ball when I was in high school because I was a quarterback, and he didn't want people to think, hey, he's getting special treatment, he's getting these plays called because that's his dad. Right. Uh, so my dad completely switched what he did, what he had done his entire coaching career uh, when I got to high school because he didn't want me to have to deal with, uh, I mean, the politics side of it because, I mean, even in high school, football is a religion, like right. you like you mentioned already. So um, – Oh, I, we won a state championship my senior high school. LaMichael was a junior. He was a year younger than me. I actually talked to LaMichael yesterday, which is crazy. I was texting him about Deuce Vaughn, a little running back from from Kansas yeah. State that is now with the Dallas Cowboys um, because the Cowboys played yesterday, and I was watching a little bit of their game, and I was just like, man, like you were little, but this guy is even smaller. Like when they zone block, <laughs> like when they're not pulling a tackle or pulling a guard, like linebackers don't know how to – Know where know where the running back is or where he's going. They right. zone block and he's hiding behind these six foot eight guards and tackles. He's like, dude, it's crazy. I don't know how. You know, he's like, and that's the, he said that's the only reason I didn't get destroyed because I could hide behind those guys. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, we can sit here and talk football all day. Whenever you're ready. Well, let me know. I, I tell you what we'll do because uh, you know it is upon <laughs> us. So what we'll do is, you know, as we go down the stretch here, and uh, we'll see if this team makes a postseason or not. But what we'll do, we'll we'll uh, talk some Red Sox and we'll talk some football as well because, you know, both seasons are with us now. Now, my, you know, Red Sox theory, and I opened the show today saying I was here last Sunday after the sweep against the Blue Jays and the sky was falling. I mean, they didn't have a good right. rest. It felt like a destiny. Right. right? It yeah. Felt it felt like a destiny. Well, and it, it wasn't. I mean, it could be. It really, we could look back and be like, all right, they missed by a game or two, and you look back, and that's the series that's going to be glowing. Well, and I agree. Yeah, I mean, to me, it felt like uh, the West Coast trip didn't go great, and then they come back home, and you're feeling like this is a big series, and then they got swept. And I think some yeah. of it, too, Will, was no movement at the deadline. But my theory now is, hey, they have some momentum on their side. Uh, the schedule's about to get tougher after this series with the Nats. I do think this team – is going to get that final wild card spot. As you kind of look at the totality of everything, let's let's talk from trade deadline on. Uh, what's your gut on this team moving forward? Well, my first thought on the trade deadline as it was going down was like just waiting, waiting, waiting. Okay, they have to do something. They have to make something to get a move, something to you know show the clubhouse this and that. Because you know there can be different messages sent to the clubhouse. It's not always like oh well, you didn't do anything, so you don't believe in us. That's not always the case. That's what the general public thinks. Uh, you don't know what meetings go on behind closed doors. You don't know what conversations have been had with the veterans. Uh, sometimes when teams don't do anything, that is the team also saying, we believe in you and we know we're getting healthy. We know Chris Dale's coming back, who looks phenomenal, by the way. I didn't. I think he exceeded everyone's expectations of what we thought he would look like after another injury. Uh, Garrett Whitlock back in the pin where I think he's best. I understand trying to make him a starter over this last year, but this in, last injury kind of forced them to – put him back in the role that I think he's elite at, which is that two-plus inning guy out of the pen. He could be a high-leverage arm if you need him. Right. We saw him today up to 97. Tanner Houck's coming back. I don't know how that's going to go. You know, It's not like me wondering how his stuff's going to be. It's more wondering, like, how many innings can he really give you right. at this point? Right. Um, so we're going to be but, – but that being said, they have an overabundance of guys who can give you three innings out of the bullpen. You, you you have Pavetta, who is a beast out there. 
you now have Whitlock back. Uh, M- Chris Murphy has been a godsend, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so they have guys who can give you length. Uh, they have high leverage guys. This bullpen's actually really exceeded expectations, in my opinion. It was a big issue, maybe the biggest issue of their team last season, other than the injuries that, that brought them down. So I thought they did a good job with the Jansen addition with uh, obviously Martin, who's been a freak show out there yep. uh, with his numbers, not walking guys and getting guys out in big situations. Uh, so I'm not ready to give up on this team. And everyone's going to say, oh, it's because he works for the team. He's towing the company line. No, I, I'm, I've been honest since day one. If I disagree with something, I disagree with it. Uh, but right now they're, they're, I mean, two and a half games out right now. The Blue Jays, I think the Blue Jays just won. I had them on TV, but you called me and interrupted me uh, when I was trying to watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> My but, bad. Uh, no, they, they, were, they, were up, they were up 11 to 4. So it's, a, it's still a three-game yeah. uh, difference for that wild card spot right now. The Mariners are still playing uh, really good baseball right now. They've been hot, but it's, they're not going to keep that up. They can't, they can't hit. They're pitching really well right now. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to overcome the Blue Jays and the and the Mariners, but uh, this team just got healthy, and I think we saw a glimpse of what Trevor's story is again today, right? right? Like yeah. you knew the bat was gonna take a second coming off injury. Uh, people were very angry about the amount of time he took in AAA, which was 40 at bats, only 13 games. He only played back to back nine inning games once before right. he came back up. You gotta realize he hadn't played since the end of last year, right? Right, he had a major elbow surgery. Like, if you're mad about something, be mad that he didn't get the surgery right after the season and he got it in January. Sure. That's what you should be mad about. Yeah. No, don't be mad because he's trying to make sure he's ready. Like yeah. facing AAA pitching and facing a machine down in Florida, and then coming to the big leagues is 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 a, is a whole different beast. So he had to make sure his timing was ready, and it wasn't. It wasn't there yet. Yeah, he, his numbers were good in AAA. There's a reason those guys are in AAA and not the big leagues. There That's is right. a very big jump, right? So it was more about him being able to play back-to-back days, making sure the arm can – I mean, he DH'd a couple of days in a row, uh, obviously because Justin Turner was out with the heel bruise. Uh, I mean, I got to give my man JT some love. What he's doing at age 38 – and by the way, in baseball, 38 is a dinosaur, like yes. fossil. Yes. Like you, you, For position players, yes, yeah, some guys can pitch – you know, late in their career, but everyday players, what Justin Turner's doing right now, having one, maybe one of his, not maybe, he's having one of his most productive offensive seasons at year 38. And, and on top of that, I think he is just the clubhouse heart and soul. Like these guys, when he talks, they listen. He is, he's the vet, he's the voice, he's the leader. Um, he does a lot for this team that, that people don't even know about. So long story short, <laughs> long story long, I don't, uh, I, I still believe that this team has a chance. I think this team is still getting healthy. You're going to see sales pitch count go up and him be able to work deeper into games. Yep. Um, I'm not ready to give up on this team yet. Yeah. I'm not. And I think this was – what was the over-under, like 77 and a half on yeah. this team? Yep. Okay. I, I think this team is overplaying what we thought they would. I think everyone expected this team to suck. Uh, I think there's a lot of people pissed that they don't suck. I think they have moments that they, they do, and that's baseball. They're a very streaky team. They're very hot and cold. There's not any room temperature with this team at all. That's right. They yeah. are either they either they either lose five straight or they win five straight. That's who they are. That's their identity. That's just who they are. So stop being surprised by it. That's just who they are. So yeah. I, I'm not ready to give up on them. 
at all. I brought that up earlier in the show. I said I've given up on this team two or three times this season, uh, but thank and God. And they pull you and, right back exactly, in. Exactly, exactly. Thank God baseball season. And then they kick you out the window again. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, but listen, they are healthy. And you brought this up. Uh, I got to go here, but you brought this up. You said, um, you know, how Jansen and Martin have really transformed the Sox pen uh, to a strength from a weakness last season. I gave this to start the show. Top MLB bullpen save percentages. Red Sox number one behind them. The Reds, Cubs, Whoa. Dodgers, and Astros. How many games did they blow last year? That's right. How many more wins did they do they have this year they wouldn't have had without those additions? That's right. This is a different team. They got they got to stay healthy. That's they, it. Injuries were a question mark. We knew that there was they they led the team in ifs coming into the season. If they're going to get healthy for this stretch, they got a chance. Will Middlebrooks, Harbor One Hotline, we appreciate you. I'll have you back on. We'll talk socks and football next time, brother. Thanks so much. All right. When you're ready for that beer, let me know. <laughs> I'm ready right now. Thank you very much. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you, buddy. My man, Will Middlebrooks. Love that guy. Taking your call, 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas on social media as well. Follow me there at Travis Thomas Experience. Travis Thomas, W-E-E-I. This is the Travis Thomas Show on WEEI. Just the offense, obviously, in general, the past couple weeks has been uh, struggling for consistency. What do you think uh, maybe will help with that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good offense, but, you know, baseball is a, a long season. There's, there's ups and downs. We just got to find ways to... Travis Thomas... Taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on social media as well. Talking Red Sox here. Do you believe, do you believe this team will make that final wild card spot? Or is the season already over for you? Has that been over? I mean, many of you, we talked last week, and it was over, baby. Cue the band. I mean, uh, you know, Justin Turner there talking about the consistency of the offense. One thing that's consistent about him, uh, especially this time of year, as long as he's healthy, he's going to do his part. We saw it again today. We've seen it over and over again in his career. Dude is just clutch as they come, isn't he? And so if you are going to make a uh, playoff push, he's going to be a, a huge part of that. Let's hit the phone lines here. By the way, we have uh, Lenny Donardo um, joining us at the top of next hour as well. So let's get a couple phone calls in. Let's go to my man Ricardo. Ricardo, how you feeling about the Red Sox playoffs or nah? Have you ever heard a sports show quite like hey! this? <laughs> What's happening, family? Hey, I got to apologize to you, producer. I wanted to surprise you, man. <laughs> to the w, baby. <laughs> what's happening, bro? What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Just check you out, man. Listen to you up there. Hey, Boston fans, man, y'all got a great guy here, man. We missing him down here in the DMV. We, we crying for him. But y'all got a great guy up there, man. Enjoy him. All, all sports season long. Enjoy this guy, man. Appreciate Tell that. Tell me he the best. <laughs> hey, look. I want to talk about your little topic here, though, man. Right. The Yankee fan inside of me say, hell no, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> He's going to sit on the couch with us. <laughs> but reality is, though, <laughs> reality, though, three games back, 40 games left, right. it could be done. Absolutely. It could be done. And you got to think that 
they're already playing with a sense of urgency. They're already in playoff mode, right. kind of. You know what I mean? So, yep. you know, it, it definitely can be done, but you got to look like you're talking bad average pitching and bad defense. You know, you have to get on a roll. You got to win the series you're supposed to be winning, like the series coming up against um, Washington, against right. the Nationals. Yep. They, they won 7 of 10, but they are a bad team. Right. But you got to win them series. That's all, man. Yep. If you can win them series 40 games, they got to go 25 and 15 to make the wild card. Absolutely. Yep. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let the area, you know, get on there with you, talk to you. I just had to call in and support you. Hey, I love you, brother. I miss you, brother. Hell to the W, man. Appreciate you, man. And listen, if old man Steinbrenner was still around, uh, everyone would have already been fired on your Yankees because you're right about sitting on the couch. They ain't going to make it. Uh, but you make a great point, too. I mean, listen, you get in the wild card. Anything can happen. We've seen it happen in sports over and over again, haven't we? Uh, and, that, in fact, Chuck, my man Chuck, uh, Chuck, give him a history lesson, man, because we know if you make it into the playoffs, whether you're a top seed or a wild card, anything can happen. That is correct, Travis, lest we forget that in 2004, the Red Sox won the World Series championship for the first time in 86 years as a wild card team. It was the Yankees that won uh, the American League East uh, uh, thing, and they and they and they had to face off against the Yankees, Red Sox, in uh, in the finals in the American League Championship Series. Yep. Lest we forget, the the Yankees had them down three games to nothing. That's it right. was the first time I think. Right. Yeah. And it was down to the last pitch. We were one strike out away from being eliminated, and Big Poppy sent. A home run way out in the right field. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was, and they were wild card. And, uh, and it was like they, 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 they went on to win. They went on to win the series after that big poppy home run. One strike away, I believe. It was definitely one out away. And, uh, and he blasted one, and it was a walk-off homer. And uh, it was incredible. Uh, and it was like the World Series with the Cardinals was an afterthought. Right. Yeah, that was the World they, Series. <laughs> the World Series was with the with the Cardinals, and I think they won four to nothing, four games to nothing. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. But uh, and I I believe also the the uh, speaking about the Patriots, I believe their first championship ever. Yeah, back in uh, 2000, 2001. I believe that was a wild card. Yeah, two thousand two, when we had just heard about a guy, uh, some guy named Tom Brady. I mean, we see it all the time. Appreciate the call, Chuck. Even, um, I mean, I hate to bring it up, but it's true. Remember that Giants team was a wild card team that beat the Pats. Uh, look, I'm a fight fan, so I see it all the time. You know, these underdogs come out of nowhere, uh, fighting the champ or the top contender, and they're not even supposed to be in the ring with them, let alone upset them. It happens all the time. Uh, I had a caller earlier saying that, you know, if they make the playoffs, do they really make the playoffs? Because we know they're going to be, you know, they're going to get bounced immediately. We don't know that. It certainly doesn't look like a a World Series team to me. Uh, But you're going to have to play a lot of these teams straight up to even get in. I'm not talking about the Nationals of the world either. I'm talking about real teams that are already really in this thing. And if you can beat them and get in, anything can happen. All right, uh, Lenny DiNardo next. Travis Thomas.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.